Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who's on the line? Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Um, I'm still in a lot of pain, so if you could pray for me, that would be wonderful. It's all down my left leg still. All the way down. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Happy Wednesday. Hey, hey. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. Could you please, uh, next Sunday, I will be driving to L.A. to uh, visit some time with my niece, so... Could you pray for me for Chaplain Mercy and also the King's family? Okay, and traveling grace, and you'll be traveling yes. on what day? Sunday, this Sunday. Sunday. Gotcha. And okay. then um, the King's family, my cousin, we land to rest. Gotcha. Okay, thank you thank so you. much. God bless. Thank hey. you. Happy Wednesday, Sister Yvonne. Good to hear your sound. God's got her back all the time. Good morning. Because he's such a good, good God. Good morning, valuable. Good morning, Moxie. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Valacita. It's Diane. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, Diane. Good morning. Good morning, Diane. 
Good morning. Hey, Doc. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I love you. I love you, Doc. <laughs> Vivi. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. It's Didi, y'all. I'm celebrating today. My baby is 28. And for those of you who knew, who know my story, I ain't supposed to be here, but God. So I'm celebrating life. Yeah. Amen. I, thank you, Jesus. That's all I can say. Beauty for ashes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Good morning, V Times, too. This is what's up, Bubbly. Good morning, Bubbly. Happy Wednesday. Hi, Bubbly. Hey, Bubbly. y'all. <laughs> He's back. Good to hear your sound. I miss your sound, Bubbly. Well, hey. Thank you, here, Bubbly. Good to hear all of y'all, all my TV family. Praise his name. Good morning, this is Sylvia. I have a prayer request, please. Good morning, Sylvia. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, happy Wednesday. I'm asking for a prayer for uh, my mother, Rosemary. Okay. For a healing? Yes, please. Okay. Got it. Thank you. You are certainly welcome. Good morning. This is Wanda. Good morning, Wanda. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, It's me, Mary. Good morning, me, Mary. Happy Wednesday to you. Hey, me, Mary. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Bubbly, bubbly. <laughs> and I heard someone else saying good morning. Who was that? that this good is morning, Susie. Miss that, was, that was me again. I'm having extreme pain again on my leg and my knee okay. area. Leg and knee. Okay, I have you down, Susie. We Thank you so praying. much. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good morning, it's Cynthia and Kind Kim. Good morning, Sylvia and Kind Kim. Happy Wednesday to you. Cynthia's with me as well. Can we put in a prayer request? We are on a flight headed to Miami for our vacation. And if we could just get a prayer for traveling grace. Yes. Yes, yes. Got it down. Cynthia, Kind Kim, and Sylvia, right? Cynthia. Cynthia and Kind Kim? Yes, ma'am. Thank gotcha. you. You're so welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Swanita. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to everyone. Uh, I'm sorry, this is Joyce. Good morning. Good morning, Joyce. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Who was that? This is Mary. Good morning. Good morning, Mrs. Mary. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning, my beautiful sister. Good morning, Declare Victory. It's Rochelle. Happy Wait While We Wait Wednesday. He is worth the wait. Love y'all. Have a great day. Good morning. 
Good morning. Happy Wednesday, Michelle. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. It's magnificent. Good morning, magnificent. Magnificent. Happy Wednesday. And I just want to remind everyone that if you have prayer requests, you uh, can submit your prayer request through the app, and um, we'll get that, and we'll make sure that we say it um, on the call. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to call in and join us for the month of February, where our monthly theme is entitled Holy Spirit. The declarers will focus on what, who, and how the Holy Spirit has impacted their lives. Also, what one can do to be more in tune to the Holy Spirit. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory Fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through your cash app at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some spoken prayer requests. The first one is from Susie, and she is asking for prayer for her left leg. Um, she's experiencing a lot of pain in her left leg and her knee. Lisa is asking for prayer for traveling breaks. She's, um, she's going to be traveling on Sunday, and she's also asking for prayer for the King family. They uh, just suffered a lot of a loved one, so we're going to be praying for comfort and peace and healing for them. Sylvia is asking for prayer for her mother, Rosemary. She's asking for healing. And then Cynthia and Kyle Kim are traveling to Miami. So let's just pray for traveling grace for them. And then uh, I would like for us to pray for a friend of mine. Her name is Yesenia, and she's starting a new chemo treatment tomorrow. So uh, the previous treatments did not work. So we'll be praying for successful um, treatments for Yesenia. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. 
Again, I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina, declaration by Dion, and then closing comments will be hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is found in Luke chapter 3, verse 22. And the Holy Spirit descended on him in, a, in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven. You are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We welcome you. Hallelujah. Not only into our, this moment, but into this day, into our lives. Father, we thank you for blessing us to see the dawning of a new day. We thank you for how you watched over us last night as we slept. We thank you for how you brought us safely to the midpoint of this week. We thank you to how you brought us to the start of a new month and a new year. Father, we just thank you for your goodness and your mercy. God, we thank you for a testimony that for all of our lives, you've been good. You've been faithful. You've been kind, God. So on this first day of February, we take a moment to just pause and simply say thank you. God, even as we've heard prayer requests that have been lifted up, we can't ask you for anything before we take a moment and sit in gratitude for absolutely everything. God, even the things that we have to reference and clarify with in spite of, God, we thank you for those things because we can sit back and realize that it was for our good. God, I Thank you for all the times we look back and said, this is the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in our eyes. So, Father, we just bless you for who you are, and that is a good, good Father. We thank you for your son. Hallelujah. Our Redeemer. God, we thank you for the Holy Spirit, our constant companion. God, we thank you that you have considered all of our needs and you have already provided not only a way of escape, but you provided an answer to prayer. So Father, we thank you. Even as we enter into a season of answered prayers, we just thank you, God. We thank you for being a God that actually hears us when we pray. We recognize you as the only true and living God. And on today, we count it an honor and a privilege to bow before you in worship. We thank you, God, that you made us, you created us, you know all about us, God. Not only do you know the number of hairs on our head, you know our needs, even afar off. So, God, as we lift up these prayer requests, these petitions, God, we do it for us, God, because you already know. We do it as a sign that if you don't do it, it can't be done. We do it as a sign of worship, as a sign of magnifying you, making you larger than any problem, any obstacle, God, and even any illness, because we realize that all of that has to bow before you. Just as every knee will bow and every tongue will confess, God, every condition will bow before you, God, because you are God. And above you, there is none other. So on today, God, we lift up the prayer requests that have been spoken. We ask you, God, for healing, God, 
in the minds and in the bodies. God, we even ask you for healing in the emotions. God, we lift up those that are that are experiencing residue from childhood trauma, Father. Those that are stagnated in life because of things that happened in childhood, God. And we ask that you would do the work of inspiring them to seek healing, God. And we ask that you would touch God from the crown of the hands to the soles of our feet. God, you are the God that can mend broken hearts. You can heal wounded spirits. There is nothing too hard for you. So, God, we even lift up those that are suffering with sadness, prolonged grief, God, in the name of Jesus, depression, nervousness, anxiety, and worry. God, none of those are a part of the inheritance that you have for us. God, we thank you for all of those that you've healed in the past. You've given joy, God, in place of mourning. You've given dancing, God. You've replaced tears for joy. So, God, that we know that you can do it. Hallelujah. We only ask that you will, Father. We lift up those that are seeking healing in their mortal bodies, God. We lift up Miss Rosemary, God, as we join Sylvia in seeking prayer for her healing, God, her total healing and recovery as it is according to your will. Father, we lift up Yesenia. We lift up Yesenia as she starts a new chemo treatment for cancer. Father, we ask that you would do what only you can do. Father, we lift up everyone that's in that particular fight. We lift up Tanya Watson Pickett. We lift up Chris Jackson, God. We have come to know you as a miracle worker. Father, we've seen you do it, so we know that you can. You did it before your words, and that you're no respected person. So, Father, we ask that you would do what only you can do, and that's to show up in their specific cases and be God according to your will for their lives, Father. We lift up Susie, God, who is standing in consistent need of prayer. We ask that you would not only heal her body, her left leg, her knee, God, we ask that you would also increase her faith, God, to believe you. We thank you for the miracle that you're working in her life. And we stand in great expectation of a testimony of healing, God, from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Father, we lift up Cynthia and Kim this morning as they're headed out on the plane, God, to Florida. We ask that you would give them travel and grace and mercy. We thank you in advance for holding that plane in the hollow of your hand and setting it down just as smoothly as you pick it up. We thank you, God, that the passengers on that plane will be blessed simply because they are on it. We thank you, God, that even as they go to vacate, that they will be ambassadors for you and that someone will encounter Jesus simply because these two women decided to go on vacation. Father, we pray in advance for Lisa's traveling grace and mercy on Sunday. God, we ask that you would dispatch her on assignment, God, and that she would meet the assignment and that all will be well simply because Lisa is present. We lift up the King family as they embark upon the season of bereavement, Father, and we ask that you would do what only you can do, and that's to comfort, that's to give peace, that's to heal men, wounded spirits, Father. We ask that they would come together as a family and that what needs to happen will happen, God. We lift them up to you today. Father, we lift up all of those who are sick this morning and in the hospitals and convalescent homes. Father, we lift up the unhoused to you this morning, those that are in recovery from this inclement weather that we've experienced as we look for rain to return, even in the Bay Area. Father, we lift up all of those who lost houses, who 
sustained damage, God, that feels beyond repair. Father, we thank you for life on this morning. We lift up the Nichols family to you in Memphis, God. We lift up that portion of the family that's in Sacramento. Father, even as we as a community sit and try to make sense out of something that absolutely makes no sense, we trust you with justice. Hallelujah. We trust you with justice. And God, even as we sit in sorrow, because for many of us, we realize it could be our sorrow. It could be our nephews. It could be our grandsons. Father, we thank you for the hedge of protection that you have consistently wrapped around them. Father, we ask that you would give our sons, our black men, an uh, awareness, God, of their need for you on today. Father, we lift them up. We stand with his mother on today in solidarity, asking for peace, God that surpasses all understanding, comfort, his child, God, his fiance, all of those who were attached to him and had to witness this tragedy, God, we just lift this nation up to you, this sin-sick world. God, you told us perilous times will come, and they are here. We thank you, God, that you have not left us lonely. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that you have left us to be not only our consistent companion, but to be our compass and our guide. We thank you for how he guides us throughout the day if we yield ourselves to him. So, Holy Spirit, we yield to you today, recognizing that we can't make it without you. And, God, we've come to a place of maturity that we don't even want to. So, Father, as we get ready to take our phones off of mute, we do so with joy and enthusiasm because we realize you hear us when we pray. So, Father, at this time, we take our phones off of mute and we collectively worship you this morning, not only for the things that you will do, but for the things that you've already done. We thank you for bringing bubbles and blessings to the line. God, we thank you for I'm 
Let every religious shackle be broken now in the name of Jesus. Every tradition and pattern of old that is no longer necessary be shattered by the power of your Holy Spirit. I thank you that the blood is still running fresh on the mercy seat. I thank you that the throne room is accessible to all believers who have the mind to trust you in your entirety. I thank you that because of your all-consuming fire, that everything that is no longer useful be burnt up, be torn down, be thwarted out by the power of the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for uh, all of the leadership of Declare Victory. I thank you for every prayer warrior. I thank you for every administrator. God, I thank you for every scripture that's read. I thank you even for every prayer request. I thank you that you are a prayer answering God. And this morning, as we delve into the difference, Father, have your way in such a way that lives begin to change, that testimonies begin to come forth, that manifestation of your power and your presence go everywhere that they go. Let your power be loosed in the earth, God. The word says that the earth is groaning in anticipation of the sons of God. Let there be a great awakening, a great revival, a great restoration in the body of Christ that men, women, boys, and girls everywhere will come into the knowledge of Christ like never before. In the matchless name of Jesus, we declare it all by way of the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we ask the Father. Amen. And God, we thank you. Well, again, good morning. God morning. Great morning. Thank you, Valuable. Thank you, Sabrina. Thank you to each of you who lended your voice to corporate prayer and praise this morning. Um, if you know anything about me, this is one of my favorite topics because I understand that it makes all the difference in the world. And so you guys have to bear with me. Um, not only am I excited, I'm excited about the impact that I believe this teaching um, was designed um, to not only manifest in each of you, but I believe that the clarity um, the understanding of all the different teachers that are lined up for you this month will take you into a deeper place of relationship with God, which is always our ultimate goal, keeping in mind that we were spirit before we were body and that our lives were designed to manifest the full presence of God in and out of season, Monday through Friday, day in day out but the truth is we are not always given instruction on how that manifests uh, we spend so much time being church attendees i believe that this particular teaching will take you from being a church attendee um, to a believer from a general basic christian to a believer that's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is that we not um, just go through the mechanics of Christianity, but that our lives are impactful to the nations, to those that you are assigned to, to those that God created you for, and so that um, you can experience the fullness that is promised of our Heavenly Father. Amen. It is Wednesday. It is the day that we have set aside for fasting and for prayer. It's the day that we can do what 
I like to call practice presence, where we are intentional about engaging and connecting with Abba, where we are um, dedicated to solid time of spending time in his presence in such a way that when we walk in a room, um, which is, is absolutely should be a goal, when we walk in a room that somebody notices that there is something different about who you are. Um, and so today, during the course, even of your fast, um, intentionally be kind to someone. Step outside of what's going on with you. Move outside of your stresses and your strains of cares of life and extend yourself as Father extends himself to us. Um, maybe open the door for someone. Look someone dead in their eyes today and give them a smile. You have no idea what people have survived, what they've overcome. And I believe that because we are an extension of the Father, it is our responsibility to be love, light, and salt. Amen? Amen. So, like I said, this this topic, this idea, this revelation is one of the greatest revelations that I've ever encountered. And the truth is, um, until I understood that Holy Spirit uh, was living, breathing, moving, manifesting inside of me, I lived a powerless life. And I promise I'll give you working definition. I'll give you the Hebrew and the Greek and all that. But I, I want to bring it down to a very bare minimum truth. And the truth is, in Acts uh, 1 and 8, it says, and after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you shall receive power. Power to do what, Dion? Power to live, right? Power to overcome, power to endure, power to transition, power for revelation, power for understanding, power for knowledge and the application of it. There is a process to this. Nothing happens overnight when you are um, converted. And the goal is for us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And again, because we sit in church and we go through the antics of clapping and preaching and, um, you know, and, and literally all well-meaning, I didn't understand that Holy Spirit lives inside of me. The first thing I want to point out is that Holy Spirit is not, when you take the the off, it becomes personal. And while he is the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit is his name. Just like Jesus is Jesus' name, just like God is God's name, while there are many of it, they are positions, they are postures, they are, um, they are all, um, we hear the word Trinity, which is not technically in the Bible, but if you go back to Genesis, <laughs> Genesis, the first chapter, you can start at uh, probably Genesis 1 and 8, and then uh we, you'll, you'll always hear we. I'm going to read several scriptures this morning. I hope you have your note-taking information. This is not a shouty teach because I want you to get it. I want you to get it in such a way that you can employ the, the understanding of what he is for you, not just to you, but for you. 
I'm going to give you a really quick story because I tell this story frequently, and I tell it because it is what made the dots connect for me. I always mention Newton Carey Jr. because it is where I learned that Holy Spirit is not just for me, but Holy Spirit lives inside of me. And when yielded to him, everything changes. Holy Spirit is a game changer, straight up, right? So one Sunday morning, Pastor Kerry had two balloons. One was white. It had all these words written on it, love, joy, peace, hope, uh, the fruit of the spirit, right? That balloon was filled with natural lung air. Then he had a red balloon. The red balloon represented the blood of Jesus, but it had access to all the same words, which meant both of them had the same potential. But the difference was this balloon had helium in it. He held them both side by side. And after he explained the indwelling of the power of Holy Spirit, he released the balloons and one fell and the other one rose. Well, it was the red one that rose because it had helium in it. And I remember sitting on the end of my seat, and my question was, how do you always stay up? And after he finished preaching his sermon, I got up and I ran to the front of the church. I was 24 years old. And I said, can you teach me how to stay up? From that moment until this, he said, I absolutely can if you meet me at the church every day at 6 a.m., which is what birthed the order of this call. So at 6 a.m. every day, I would drive from Richmond to West Oakland, and I would get down on my knees, and he would have scripture on the board. And on that board, he taught me how to pray the word of God and not my feelings through the power of the Holy Spirit. And all these, the senior members, the deacons, the mothers, and here is my little 24-year-old self, helped me to stay up. And so this morning, my prayer is that this conversation, hallelujah, will help you to stay up. So let's go to the word of God. All right. So the working definition, now the amazing part is the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary gives the explanation that the Holy Spirit is seen as um, the third person of the Christian Trinity. Well, we know the word Trinity is not necessarily, um, an it's accurate, but it's not stated as such. And so I'll give you for a working definition the third person of the Godhead, which is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, right? Or the Holy Spirit. Um, the Holy Spirit is seen as um, an intermediary between God and man, or the outpouring of grace, of the grace of God, um, and, and the actual imminent presence or manifestation of God, right? Holy Spirit, let me tell you what he is not. He is not it. He is Holy Spirit, a living, breathing spirit that is designed to empower you 
to live, right? Um, the Holy Spirit is God's power in physical action. And that's according to Micah 3 and 8. Um, and I'll, I'll read them shortly. Luke 1 and 35. Right? God sends out his spirit by projecting himself to accomplish his will. Right? In the Bible, the word spirit is translated from the Hebrew word ruach and the Greek word pneuma. Most often those words refer to God's active force or Holy Spirit. Genesis 1 and 2, however, in the Bible also uses this word in other tenses. So, and it says, and his spirit, um, when he began to declare, uh, was over the deep, his presence, his spirit. So Holy Spirit has been present from the beginning. It's not like um, just when Jesus left, and we'll talk about that too, and that's in Acts 1 and 8, We'll talk about that too. When the Holy Spirit comes, ye shall receive power, right? And so as we uh, go through the process, and this will be an extensive process, and hopefully for each teacher that follows, um, this will be a teaching moment. This is not about being excited. This is about transforming how you consider who Holy Spirit is to you personally. So let me tell you some of the functions and responsibilities of Holy Spirit. He is the gift, right? He is living access to Jesus and the Father. Every Christian is given the gift of Holy Spirit when he receives the gift of salvation, he or she, right? It's a free gift. It is something that is handed to each of us how we nurture and care for his presence is completely up to us, right? Um, again, he is a gift, living access, manifest presence of God, working in the life of every believer, right? He is in and through us salvation personified. He fills us. His spirit blends with ours and overshadows ours as we yield to his leading. He seals us, whereby when the Father sees us, he sees his seal or mark of approval. He sanctifies us. He helps us get from a carnal mentality, a carnal mindset being led and driven by the flesh into the truth of who we are, which is what we were, before we were, which is spirit. He reveals God to us. So Holy Spirit gives us revelation and brings things back to our remembrance before we even knew that we knew it, right? He is illumination and light for our understanding, for the word declares in all of our getting to get understanding. He instructs us into all truth, which means that Holy Spirit will not by intuition, but by discernment and the power of the Holy Ghost will reveal to you when something is not as it appears, if you hear his voice. For my sheep hear my voice and a stranger, they will not follow. He is access to the thoughts and the mind, the, the intent of the Father for our lives. 
He is our helper or the paraclete, as we've heard for years and decades over and over again. He strengthens us in our weakest moments. He is our comfort. He gives us peace in those times of turmoil and uproar in our natural or tangible or physical lives. He is our guide. He is our internal GPS. You know that still small voice that says, no, don't go there. Turn left. No, stop right there. Something is not right. That feeling where the hairs stand up on the back of your neck or on your arm, he is that. He is an awareness that not only can he protect you, uh, but he can assist you in overcoming. He can thrust you from one place to the next if you are listening to his leading. This is the part that I like. He is uh, the one that convicts us not condemns us. There's a huge and or a massive difference. We thank God for the conviction of the Holy Spirit, that the one that comes uh, when you're on your way to that late night call and you know you out of pocket. He is that voice that says, now you can do that, but is that why? He's the one that says, uh, after you type out that long text message where you let somebody have it, he's the one that says, go ahead and delete that. He's the one that when somebody has mishandled you, mistreated you, misused you, he's the one that reminds you that your life is on assignment and that you don't have time to get caught up in what makes your ego feel a certain way. He brings you back to reality. But more importantly, let me tell you the best part. He intercedes for us, which means if I say uh, my alphabet in a rhythm and a song and my heart has um, a desire to know Father better, my heart is heavy, my heart is broken, my heart is lonely, my heart is fearful, he can take the intent of my heart, translate it to Jesus, who then conveys it to the Father on my behalf. Holy Spirit is life altering, period, dot, dot, right? Okay. Um, in in the, oh, I read that part. Sorry, sorry. He is also considered the breath of life, according to Habakkuk, the second chapter, the 19th verse, right? So, so you, the, the, the breath, the, he, he is the ruhak. He is the thing that makes everything live, move, breathe, and have its being. Also considered the wind of God, according to Genesis 8 and 1 and John 3 and 8. Right? He is the vital or animating force in every living creature. Without the spirit, nothing is alive. Without the spirit, everything is dead. Without the spirit, nothing exists that can exist. Amen. All right. Listen. All right. So, so let, let's go through some of uh, the, the, oh, he is also, listen, he can also change your disposition. He can also change your outlook and your perspective when yielded. Okay. All right, so how how do we get to a place where we are not um he doesn't just make you speak in tongues let me but let me let me tell you what he does do when you give yourself permission to trust, 
that Holy Spirit is actively operating in your life if you are yielded, right? He, he does not force himself into your life. He does not bully himself into your life. He does not make you change your mind. We have uh, the mind, the will, and the emotions, right? All of that is the intent of our heart naturally, innately, and it is shaped by multiple things. Most of us have been shaped by our culture. Most of us have been shaped by our uh, authority figures, our parents, our uh, uh, pastors, our leaders, our teachers, our instructors, and contingent upon what your level of exposure has been. For many people, they feel like Holy Spirit is spooky or scary or some wicked ghost or animated character. He is not. He is a gentleman. He is a person. He operates through us when allowed. Holy Spirit is the voice that you'll hear uh, in the middle of the night that says, get up out of your bed and pray tonight. Get down on your knees and bow tonight. He he gives you, um, mm, oh, I get excited. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, he, he changes how you view you because at the end of the day, if we, we consider Moses and how that Moses would go uh, when instructed by God to his location or go to the tabernacle or go to the top of the mount, he would spend time with God and being in his presence, be illuminated by God and, and then illuminated through of God, right? And so that was before the indwelling. That was before Acts 1 and 8. That was before uh, Jesus had been sacrificed and before he got up out of the grave with all power in his hands, before he told us, I've got to go, because if I don't go, the comforter, ah, glory to Jesus, the comforter will not come. But isn't it good to know this morning that the comforter has come and to every person under the sound of my voice, you already have everything you need to transition from one place to the next. All you have to do is yield, right? Through the power of the Holy Spirit, believers are saved, filled, filled, sanctified. The Holy Spirit reveals God's thoughts and teaches and guides believers into all truth. The Holy Spirit helps us as believers in our weaknesses and he intercedes for us. That's all I just said in all those different points, right? Through the power of his spirit, we have the ability to be everything that God called us to be according to the word that declares and greater works than these shall ye do in my name. Consider this. Paul, uh, who, who we talk about, who uh, was converted, who was transformed, who transitioned from one operation in life, from being a persecutor to now being one of uh, uh, the staples and uh, one of the greatest theologians that we testify of to date would walk past people and his shadow would heal them. Imagine if we had connection and relationship with God in such a way that when we walked into places, people that were ill began to get healed. We started to walk into buildings and prayer started to get answered from all over the place. Cancer started to dry up and heal because oh, of the fact that...
because of the fact that we are and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, right? According to John 14 and 26, Jesus told his disciples, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you, right? Considering he is our advocate, the Greek word, again, being parakletos, in this passage is translated as the helper in the ESV Bible, right, or the advocate in the NIV Bible, or the counselor in the King James Version. This word means our legal counsel. You guys hear me say all the time, if you understand that the Bible is a legally binding document, it means that you have supporting evidence. It means that you have admissible evidence that everything as a kingdom citizen, you have access to as the son of God, right? As one of the sons of God, considering the earth is waiting and groaning for you to understand who you are in him, not who culture says you are, not who mama said you were, not what that job title is, not what that degree says you are, but you were a spirit with intent sent into the earth on assignment to be and to fulfill everything through the inner working of the power of the Holy Spirit, right? So we know that Holy Spirit provides wise counsel when you are not consumed with carnality, right? When, when you have um, the heart for the Father, Jesus knew that he would go away and that his followers would need Holy Spirit as help or advocate to remind them of his teaching. Get this, this is the part that, that starts to transition your life from one place to the next. I, I remember being completely full of myself. And um, when I say full of myself, we create this life, um, this alter personality based on what culture says that we should be. We create these personas that indicate that uh, we fit in when in reality, Holy Spirit helps you to not just um, manifest the truth of what the word says you are, but it helps you to take off all of the things that you put on uh, in order to be uh, a people pleaser, helps you to identify all the areas. And that's with the spirit of conviction. I thank God for conviction when God said, no, you don't need, I know everybody's at that thing, but you don't need to go. You you stay back and, and you chill out. You know those moments where you're frustrated because everybody kicking it and you can't, <laughs> everybody high and you smoke some weed, you're going to be peeking out the blinds right now. That was me. I don't know about y'all, but listen, I, I couldn't worry myself because it costs too much because I'm paranoid. You, you I'm about to call the police, have a whole house in jail because I'm scared, right? In addition to providing wise counsel, he is our attorney, right? He's the attorney at law and also provides the necessary evidence used to convict a criminal, right? In a similar fashion, the Holy Spirit will prove the sin. Um, he'll prove the sin, show you, demonstrate the evidence to you and, and make it sin to you, right? Because the word says that we love what God loves and we hate what he hates. Holy Spirit will have you at the thing, at the shang ding, at the uh, at the woo wham, and they pass in the blunt, and you like, no, um, I probably am not gonna do that, right? Only because 
when you partner with Holy Spirit in living, in breathing, in doing, and operating in the fullness that we were sent to operate in, after a while, you don't have to alter who you are. You don't, you don't have the need uh, to, to move outside of yourself in order to find peace because he is peace. He is the inner working, right? He, he also helps us to understand and identify what righteousness is. And knowing that God's righteousness is a gift to us. It's not our righteousness, but it's his, right? Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go away, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. And again, that's John 16, 7 and 8. Because he dwells on the inside of us, his presence, if yielded, begins to override our precepts. Right? He moves us out of our precepts and into his precepts and principles. Right? First Corinthians 3 and 16, do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? Y'all listen, this not me just making something up. This is not me just guessworking. This is not me uh, just suggesting a thing. But the truth is, Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Right? That means everything you physically experience in your body, you expose him to. If you high, <laughs> right? And I'm not saying Holy Spirit gets high. I'm saying the exposure that you give him is based on how you understand your life to be. If you understand that you are in control, that Holy Spirit doesn't live in you, because I, I don't believe that, um, and, and this is my personal belief, I don't believe that he goes away because you don't get it right? All right, let's, let's go into this. There are sources of revelation, wisdom, and power that come with the truth of knowing that Holy Spirit resides in you. He dwells in you. These are the things that God has revealed to us by his Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God, for who knows a person's thoughts except for their own spirit within them. In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God, according to 1 Corinthians 2, 10, and 11, right? God gives us his Spirit so that we may know him better, become better acquainted with his heart, better acquainted with his thoughts, better acquainted with his idea and his understanding, better acquainted with his heart for us, according to Psalms 139. And really, Psalms 139 in its entirety is a love story to the believer, right? The Holy Spirit begins to open the believer's eyes. You know how sometimes you will have an idea about a person, a perception about a person, and then God brings them in close, and Holy Spirit begins to tell you, mm -hmm, I know you think they're sweet and nice and kind, but peep that. <laughs> check, check that part out. Holy Spirit won't leave you uh, in a place of deception. He won't leave you thrown off. He won't leave you uh, clueless as it relates to the heart of even the people you love the most. 
Holy Spirit will begin to open the eyes of your understanding in such a way that he will free you from people pleasing because really we don't know the intent of every heart. We don't know the mind of every heart. All we can do is experience and be exposed to them. Holy Spirit keeps you from being, um, I, I'll say it like this, being a little slow. <laughs> right? He'll catch you up. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't, don't say that to them. You don't know where they'll take that or drag that to. Holy Spirit will have you on point with regard to how you communicate and with whom you communicate. Now, the, the beautiful thing is that the closer you get to him, the more you do what I call practice presence, the more you spend time in the presence of God, the more you are intentional about connecting with him, the more uh, you yield to the leading and the guiding of the Holy Spirit, not only the closer do you get to God, but the closer you get to purpose, the closer you get to impacting people's lives, the closer you get to walking in a room and it shifts, the closer you get to identifying, okay, I'm, I'm in this room, but what am I here for? I'm at this house, but why am I here? He starts to open the eyes of your understanding, right? According to Psalms 119, 130, the Bible says that the entrance of his word gives light and adds understanding to it, right? And so the more you spend time in the truth of the word of God, the more Holy Spirit begins to give you that option to recollect what the word of God says about you and your prayers start to change. They start to transition. They go from begging pitiful prayers to praying the word of God and being embodied in the truth of who he says you are, right? Um, Jesus knew that his disciples would need the power to carry out their mission to be witnesses in the entire world. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think without the power of the Holy Spirit, you have the ability or the tenacity, the capacity even to witness and declare who Jesus is? Right? Do, do you think that in your own wit, in your own strength, in your own understanding that you'd be able to convey a message that would convert a heart from a full life of carnality and submission and surrender to living intentionally in sin into the place of this freedom that we get through the power of the Holy Spirit? Without Holy Spirit and the indwelling thereof, I know for a fact, I, I don't know that I'd be able to find the word. But as time goes on, not only do you become everything that he promised, right, your life starts to duplicate itself. The people that you spend close time with and close proximity to, um, everybody starts to notice the difference. What you'll also notice is people will begin to distance themselves from you. You ask somebody one too many times, so what's that about, nasty heart? Where, where did that come from? Uh, church mother, you know those those bitter wells, those bitter springs that that we experience um, that have been in church their entire lives, but still nasty, mean, rude, and bitter, <laughs> right? It's because the yield has come to a, a halt. It's because that that surrender or that submission uh, comes to a screeching halt, right? And so so Jesus in Acts one and eight. And, and I've said this over and over again, because by the time it's all over, th this needs to be ingrained in you, because for real, you have power. 
Jesus told his disciples, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth, right? Not only do we have access to power, but we have access to revelation. We have access to wisdom from the Holy Spirit. And just as Apostle Paul wrote uh, to believers in Ephesus, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparable great power for us who believe. The power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms. That's according to Ephesians 1, 17 through 20. And so so notice this, after a while, right, there's the, the difference between kingdom and church, right, between kingdom and and church is you understand that there are different realms to this. So there, there are levels to this. There are things that exceed our understanding. There are things, the spirit world, if we just be honest, is far more relevant and present than the natural world. The problem is because we expect uh, our relationship with Holy Spirit to show up on Sundays. He is not a part of our day-to-day invoking. He is not a part of uh, our day-to-day life. If you think about this, every relationship requires um, consistency. Every real relationship, every growing, building, nurturing relationship. Now, if somebody tells you, if somebody has the unmitigated gall to say, I love you, and you never, ever hear from them, they never check on you, they're never concerned about you, they, they don't um, communicate effectively, chances are they're a liar, right? The same goes with us as believers. It is impossible to say you love God and not talk to him, and not spend time with him, right? It is impossible for us to grow in the things of the kingdom without actually engaging kingdom deployments. And that means recognizing the inner working of the power of the Holy Spirit that is physically inside of you. You don't have to get to a certain place. The day you accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, guess what? That power is available to you. So now what's the difference between the inner workings, Dion, and uh, what's the difference between uh, uh, engaging the Holy Spirit, having him activate in your life, and not? The difference is no different than going to the gym. If you work your body out, by the time it's all over, you're going to lean out and be muscle-bound. You'll, you'll have strength in areas that you didn't. Um, if you don't go to the gym and you fill yourself with the things that make you feel good, things that taste good, the things that smell good, the things that look good, by the time it's all said and done, 
you are extremely uncomfortable. Chances are you're dealing with a bunch of uh, physical ailments and health issues. You might struggle getting up and down. Uh, there are things that happen as a direct impact of not taking care of your natural man. So imagine the neglect of the spirit man. You understand what I'm saying? So, so if your body needs a physical workout in order to stay healthy and engaged and, and, um, have mobility because out, outside of that, attrition starts to set in and you get stiff in places. Listen, it's the same exact thing. Now we talk about having the impact of a heavenly language. 90% of the time, if you don't have a language, it's because you don't believe. Now, I hope I offended somebody. It means you need to check your faith system concerning what you believe about the truth of who God is and who you are in and through him, through the power of Holy Spirit. It is your responsibility to build this relationship. While we have these calls Monday through Friday, my question to you is what do you do Monday through Friday outside of this call because this cannot be it. How are you engaging and involving Holy Spirit in your day-to-day living? Do you happen to ask or say, good morning, Holy Spirit? Do you have the courage to command your day according to what is written of you? Do you know what is written of you in order for Holy Spirit to bring it back to your remembrance? Now, don't get it twisted. He will give you scripture you've never heard before because we were spirit before we were body, right? Are you making active strides to spend time in prayer or engage him um, on a more intimate level? Anybody that you love, especially when it comes to intimate relationships, you spend time talking. Imagine shooting God a text <laughs> every now and then. Honey, go away. Leave me alone completely, right? Um, there is a responsibility of every believer to know who you are according to what is written of you. You can't know what's written of you if you don't read what's written. It means that you have to make a decision to schedule time to study the word of God for yourself. Never take anyone's um, definition for your, for your, don't take say definition, learn it for yourself because then it becomes part of who you are. According to Proverbs, the third chapter, about the seventh verse, it says, write the law of the Lord on the tablets of your heart, right? It's our responsibility. There are certain scriptures that are etched in who I am that I can declare because they're part of who I am and I understand that it's written for me through the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. There is a might that comes upon the life of a believer as you start to um, partner in faith and believe that according to Mark 11 and 24, that because, uh, uh, when you speak to the mountain, believe that you receive when you pray and you shall have whatever you ask according to Numbers 14 and 28, right? Be it done unto you. There are things that begin to happen when you start to own the word of God as that legally binding document, that last will and testament of the Father for the life of a believer. It's your responsibility to know who you are according to what he said based on Psalms 139, 13 through 16. I knew you, hallelujah, in your unformed state and all the days of your life were 
written before you lived one day, written in my books, right? So your life is etched out in the books uh, in the kingdom of heaven. Every single step of your life already had instructions. The problem is because we live such carnal lives, and what does that mean, Dion? It means you do whatever the heck you like with no instruction, with no guidance, whatever tickles your fancy is what you do. If you are living a defeated life, your life is carnal, period. Ask me how I know. Mine was, been there, right? And still have not perfected this thing, right? There are still steps that we all must take in order to get from one side to the other, and it's an intentional engagement on a regular basis. Listen, I could talk about this all day. I'm going to stop because we got 27 days left for something to activate in you that says, hey, wait a minute. I, I, I can do this thing and I don't have to rely on myself. You got an internal GPS that has the power not only to guide you and to direct you, but to transform your thinking, to transition your heart from that broken place, anxiety, depression, anger, bitterness, rage, uh, carnality, all of the things that all of us have experienced or struggled with. Holy Spirit can change how you feel about you because if you're living a defeated life, it's because you lack identity according to kingdom truth, right? If you're struggling, if you're still fighting and trying to figure it out, listen, let me tell you the best decision you'll ever make is yield. And then you'll mess around and get a language. And you'll start to experience the power of God. You'll start to experience supernatural encounters where everything about who you are attracts every person that you are designed to speak into. Folks just start showing up. A phone just start ringing outside in public. And people, can I give you something? Uh, well, I, I guess you can. Excuse me, who are you? Huh? Uh, Dion? <laughs> right? And, and at first it seems odd, it seems strange, but I need you to understand this. You're not created to just go to work or to just be a wife or to just be a mother. There is something inside of you. His name is Holy Spirit that is guiding you into all truth, that is helping you to keep appointments that were written in the books in heaven before you ever stepped foot on it, before you were a sperm in your father's loins, before you were a egg in your mother's womb, you already were. Somebody is waiting on it to click. Somebody is waiting for you to get it. And through the inner working of the power, I mean, and I'm talking about power of Holy Spirit, everything changes. All you got to do is be like, all right, okay, got it. What are we doing? All you need to do is agree with what heaven is saying about who you are. So I'm going to give you this assignment. For the next 27 days, when you get up in the morning, I want you to do this for me. I want you to say out of your mouth, good morning, Holy Spirit, right? And then I just want you to sit there in your good morning. And after you tell him good morning, I want you to say, I agree 
with what heaven is saying about me today. Order my steps. Send me on the right path. Connect me with the people that you've designed to get me to my destiny. Use your words to illuminate your own path through the power of the Holy Spirit working on the inside of you. Use your words, and I mean audible. You can't think this in your head. You got to use your words and project it into the atmosphere that you have come into agreement with what heaven has already declared about who you are. All you ever have to do is agree that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That means if you step outside of your carnal existence, if you move outside of the things that tickle your flesh and tickle your fancy and move into the principal things of kingdom living, kingdom building, kingdom strategy, kingdom structure, it starts to change not just the outcome for your life, but the lives of every single person that you're connected to. You are on a phone call right now that is nine years old based on the inner working of the Holy Spirit. There have been ministry after ministry after ministry birth simply because I said, God, okay, all right, I'm not going to fight you anymore. What? What are we doing? Right? Doesn't mean I'm not, I'm not any different than any one of you. There's nothing different about me. The only difference is that I said yes to agreeing and partnering with Holy Spirit in living this thing out. This is not just me chit-chatting. This is my life. Every single day, seven days a week, 24 hours a day is embedded in the truth of who he says I am. My life was created to change lives. My words were created to empower others. My steps are ordered. My, my structure and strategy is based on being an arrow aimed specifically at a thing. I won't kill you, but I will pierce you to get you to purpose. It's my job. The birthing that happens is a direct reflection. I'm not that smart. <laughs> I don't know that much. The systems that I build and create and design, the marketing, uh, I, I didn't know all of that. <laughs> Holy Spirit taught me strategically through pain and process. But you can skip some of the pain I went through to get to purpose if you just hear me. I dare you today. To say, okay, Holy Spirit, I've been scared. I've been, I've been frightened about what would be the outcome. But you don't have time to be afraid. You don't know how many hours you have left. You don't know how many years you have left. And somebody's life is depending on you being the perfect, uh, the, the excellency of his glory. Somebody's life. All right, I could do this all day. Let me shut up. That being said, listen, I pray that something that I said encouraged you, empowered you, inspired you, and I pray that this word be seed. We just left out of seed, time, and harvest. I pray that, that something gave you a revelation, that something clicked in your heart, that something clicked in your head, that something helped you to get to the other side because I'm telling you on the other side is life. 
and it more abundantly. I'm telling you on the other side, some of those things that got you stressed out uh, will subside. I promise you, if you give it to Jesus and you start to trust Holy Spirit to guide you into all truth, some of those struggles that you have, some of those addictions, some of those hangups, some of them late night phone calls you answer, you'll stop answering. Some of those um, ideas that you have that you are worthless and that you can't and that you won't, uh, God will start to give you fresh revelation, hallelujah, of who he is in and through you, and your life will begin to pattern the truth of his word for you. I need you to understand that life is for the living, but living it without him. Living, living life without Holy Spirit is not living at all. Right, And so I'm really excited for those of you that are listening online, for those of you that are listening to the replay, listen, this month is going to be life-altering, life-altering for many. And for those even in the comments and on the thread that are unbelievers, honey, we're not going to block you or nothing. Stick around, kid. I assure you, hallelujah, Father, in the name of Jesus, for those that don't know you in the power of your might. That those that don't know you and know that you are uh, the savior of the world and that Jesus, without your shed blood on Calvary's cross, without you uh, getting the keys to death, hell, and the grave in your hand, without you getting up on that third day, we would be nothing. We would be lost like ships without a sail. And for any person under the sound of my voice, uh, if you just ask Holy Spirit, if you just ask the Father to come into your heart, and take you and pull you out of your own understanding, but guide you into all truth through his spirit. Everything in your life will change. I didn't say it would get easy. I didn't say it would all of a sudden get better because I'd be lying. But he'll take you through a process, and after a while you learn how to trust him, and your faith will get built up, and your strength will be built up because you have company going through it with you, depression, anxiety, fear of failure, uh, struggles and stresses about your marriage and your children. Listen, when you place it at the feet, hallelujah, of the cross and you give it to him and you release it to him, you trust him to be a savior. You trust him to be a just judge. You trust him to be the righteousness of God. You trust him in every area of your life and your life begins to pattern what he said about you from the foundation of the earth. So with that said, there may be somebody that joined the call a little bit late. And for those of you that are online, we're about to be off Facebook and all the rest of the venues, but you're more than welcome to join us at 707-605-0570. So if there's anybody that joined the call a little bit late and you didn't have an opportunity to say good morning, now is your time. Good morning, good morning uh, Kenya. Good morning. Fire. Hey, Kenya, good morning. Good morning, humble. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, well, well oh, said, sister. Well said. Thank you. That was just fed my spirit. I got my morning night. Amen. Good morning. This is Sister Stephanie. That delivery was coming. I really Good morning, it's the last Barb. I so enjoyed that. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit, thank God for the Holy Spirit keeping me in check. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning, this is Lori. Um, I just want to say I'm so excited. I'm just excited about this month. And everything that you said is just, 
I'm, I love it. I love it. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Morning is too. That was a powerful message this morning. Amen. God be praised. Peace and love. Great share, sis. Hey, Nay Nay. Good morning. <laughs> Mark and DG who said to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was good. Amen. God be praised. Good morning, Dion. Good morning. What a powerful message. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. I heard somebody else say good morning. Who was that? It was Chris Shonda. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Holy Spirit. <laughs> let's let's get them. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Dion. It's persistent. Yes, I live and breathe for John fourteen twenty six. I got this book, I pulled out and said, you need to reacquaint yourself, The Person and the Work of the Holy Spirit by R.A. Torrey. This is perfect. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. God bless you, you, babe. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I appreciate you. Amen. God be praised. Good morning, Jr. Anybody else? Morning, dear. Good morning, Sanajay. Hey, Shell. Hey, Sanajay. Good morning. Good morning. This is Liberty Stewart. I just want to say that I was blessed this morning that someone had sent me this phone number to call in, and so I'm very excited. I passed it along, and you said something that resonated in my spirit that I've been saying to myself, that someone is waiting for you to get it together. You know what I'm saying? So it can probably help them get delivered. So thank you so much for that word. Amen. Well, welcome, welcome. We're super glad to have you, and all I can say is keep coming. I promise something's going to (laughs) happen. Glad to have you. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Mary. That was dynamic. Oh, just thank God be praised. Good morning, Miss Mary. Good morning. Bless you. Bless you. Anybody else? Good morning, Lady D. This is Bubbly. I was going to say, is that Bub? All right, then. Hey, yep, okay. Well, and, and, and today <laughs> I'm doing like uh, Brother Jeff did. In 30 days, I'm a, every day. Lord says, right. I shall be here. Right. That's it, right there. Let's go. Yes. Oh. Amen. Good morning. This is Danette. I was blessed, and I'm ready for the Holy Spirit to just take the reins, and happy Black History Month. Amen. Happy Black History Month. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All day, every one of them. Anybody else? All right. Um, we can walk into the love, life, and victory portion of the call. Um, I'm sure that someone may have questions. Right before we do, um, my nephew, Timon, is having surgery this morning. If during the course of your 
uh, fast time, if you would just lift him up in prayer. He's going to be down for a little minute. And, um, yeah, so that's it. His name is Timon Howard. Can you pray for him, please? And thank you. Amen. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary, anything that's on your heart? Good morning. Good morning. morning. Jumping right on in. This is Sister Sylvia. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you something. This is, I I don't believe in coincidence. I believe in the Holy Spirit and his power. Do you know that I am in the process of writing a paper on the power of the Holy Spirit based on the book, Go Tell It on the Mountain, James Baldwin? Very good. In the in the last part of the book, where he is wrestling on the threshing floor, till he sees the face of God and releases and yields to the Holy Spirit. This is not a coincidence that this month, this call, your declaration is everything about the power of the Holy Spirit. And I tell you, I, I was at my daughter's house. I didn't want to wake up anybody, but I wanted to run through that house, shout, lay I'm on every door. I'm walking around the block trying not to wake up the neighbors. I kid you not. I, it, I can't contain it. And so I feel like I did that month in January 2021 when, I, when the word was purpose. Every single day, every declare, the scripture, studied, meditated. I am going in. Holy Spirit, have your way. Thank you so much, Dion. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, I'm like, hello. Good morning, Holy Spirit. So, yes, I'm, um, I just thank you for um, your declare today. It definitely um, resonated with my spirit, you know, because I've been on that that path, you know, of really just spending that time with the Lord. It makes so much, so such a difference, you know, that I can tell even in my, um, just in my um, mood or, you know, just everyday thing, I'm more conscious, I'm more um, aware of even what I say, what comes out of my mouth is definitely, you know, I, I read yesterday where, you know, the Pharisees, they always, you know, was trying to catch Jesus up on something. So they was asking him, um, you know, why his disciples don't wash their hands before they eat, you know. And he said, you know, what goes inside of a man doesn't defile the man, but it was yeah. coming out of the man, yeah. you know, because that's coming from the heart. So, you know, yeah. I just asked God to create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. So I just yeah. thank you for your dedication to that. Amen. 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 Thank love you for sharing. Hey, D. Hey. What up, girl? Listen. What love up? you, love you. So mm-hmm. for me, I, I always, well, I think I have always, when I wake up in the morning, I say, good morning, Holy Spirit. I don't always say, have your way. <laughs> I just say good morning. But for me, my real encounter was the the delivering a stillborn. I promise you, I didn't understand. Until sometimes you go through some tragic, you really understand the indwelling. Because it'll... Somebody on... Somebody on speaker. You can turn turn the speaker off. It would would help. But I just want to say thank you, sis, because the nine years that I have been a victor has really grown me up to where I understand 
um, who Holy Spirit is in my life and how I've been kept, you know what I'm saying, from doing things, right. saying things. And like you said, you know when to go and when not to go. That's so real right. because even that late in the midnight stuff that you know, it's just so much to this, and I'm excited about this month. But for me, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm excited, I shared this morning that, 28 years ago today when I gave birth to your last niece when I'm not, I'm not supposed to be here. So if I'm a little cuckoo today, it's because I'm rejoicing on his grace because they had said plan her funeral, but y'all still see me, right? I'm still here. Hallelujah. Right. Hallelujah. Happy praise. Thank you for sharing, D. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, D. Shell. You know what the Holy Spirit do for me? Make me feel like the man when I walk through in freedom. I tell you. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> and I promise you, if you don't understand it, because the freedom to know not to have anxiety, not to fret about nothing, to know direction, that's what he makes yeah. me feel like. He makes me feel like the man when I walk through, because <laughs> he is the man. <laughs> man. Love you, Chris. Thank you. Great, great. (laughs) Amen. Anybody else feel like a man when they walk through? (laughs) Listen, I might look like I'm by myself, but it's legions walking behind your girl. I'll be like, you can try try it if you want to. You will see. (laughs) Amen. Hey, man. Good morning. Anybody else have anything? Hey, Dion, it's just can you repeat? Um, I, I got it. I said good morning, but can you repeat when you said and say, I agree with what heaven says about me today. Lead me to my path. Give me the words to say. Lead and guide me. That's what I got, but I think you said a little bit more. Well, Can you repeat it? I, I, no, because I, I, it was by the leading of the Holy Spirit. So this is my suggestion. My, the the share is going to be uploaded. Go back and listen to the exact words because I don't I don't know what the exact words are. I, every day when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is say good morning, Holy Spirit, um, only because I'm grateful because. Somebody didn't wake up this morning. And if you if you go into it with that mind, literally, somebody went to sleep last night, and today they're not here, right? Um, that is my reflective time and my moment of gratitude. That's when I just sit in his presence. Um, I don't say a lot. One of the things that we misconstrue when we are going through process is we talk too much. Sometimes he has things he wants to tell you. Sometimes it is his desire to pour into you, but we are so busy requesting what to do, how to do it, when to do it. Sometimes just be quiet in his presence. And then I say, Father, I agree with every word that is written of me in your books according to your word. When you start to yield to the Holy Spirit, you stop praying your feelings and start praying facts. The fact is, Uh, Well, not even just facts. You start praying the truth. The truth is the word of God is designed to bring us into all truth, even the truth of who we are. We have so many misconceptions 
We have deceived ourselves so much based on culture and exposure, watching too much of what the world does, trying our hardest to fit in when, in fact, our responsibility is to fit out. And so then I say, um, um, connect me with the people that you have designed to push me and propel me into my purpose and my destiny. Give me um, discernment. Give me a discerning heart that I would know um, what the leading of your spirit is. Help me to be attentive to your voice, that I will not follow another voice, that I will not be led by my own motives, my own agenda, my own objective. And so technically, um, what you're praying is your heart for the Father. And if you take that time in the beginning to simply be quiet, to be seated in the presence of his power, the presence of his glory, the presence of his might and his counsel, he will give your heart what to say. I promise you, I'm not making it up. I don't pray about things. I pray the word of God. It's no different than, and, and I'm going to give you an example, and, and this is for even our prayer warriors. This is going to be a time of correction. This is going to be a time of conviction because at the end of the day, it's conviction that causes us to conform and to transform into what he said. It's conviction because sanctification is a process. It does not happen overnight, right? Our cravings and desires that we have been feeding forever, it's, it's no different than changing your diet and pulling sugar from your diet, right? Um, that, you go through whole withdrawals. It's like being an addict and taking whatever the substance is that gives you your high and exchanging it for your identity, right? So, so your original question was, and, and I hope that me giving all that different context helps you to put things in a different perspective and light. We pray what's in our heart. I dare you to record yourself while you pray and listen to what's holding you back. I assure you, people can, uh, you ever been in a church somewhere and somebody be praying about fornicating for 10 minutes? That's their struggle. Or somebody be praying about addiction for 20 minutes or porn or <laughs> whatever it is that their struggle is. It's what you pray. We always say out of the abundance of the heart, according to the word of God, the mouth speaketh, Right? What's in our heart is what comes out of our mouth. So if you're full of doubt, you, you'll find yourself saying, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I, Lord, uh, uh, protect me from it. Deliver me from this and deliver me from that. When in reality, all you ever have to do is make a decision. This is my struggle. I don't want to do this anymore. So I exchange it for the truth of what you said about who I am. Did that help some, Priscilla? A lot. Amen. It helped good, a lot. Good, good, Because mm -hmm. it's, it's not, it's, one of the things that we do based on church culture is we rehearse things. And then we get stuck in operating in the patterns of our history, right? The patterns of our forefathers. And if you go into the Old Testament, anywhere uh, between shoot, man, anywhere, and your forefathers did not please God, right? What we're trying to do is is break old traditions, old patterns, 
that were ineffective in an effort to operate in the fullness that is written in the promises of God. That's our job. So that our children don't fight the demons that our great-great-grandmother refused to access. So that the mantles that were on our bloodline are no longer dropped, but we pick them up, we assume them, and we carry out the responsibility. Even if we don't live it to its full, our children will see us live that life before God and then pick up the mantle from where we ended the work. The problem is the work doesn't get done. Amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? Yes, Dion. When will the replay be up? So the actual share is mm-hmm. on my Facebook page, and it's also in the Victory Room and on Declare. I I did the teaching. I didn't do the full call, um, but it, it it is online, and I'm not sure because I don't do that part. It's when um when the admin has time, but it'll be uploaded today. I'm sure she's pretty good about making sure it's online. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you All so right. much. What is your Facebook name? Or declare I, I declare victory. And my name is Dion Jackson or the Radical Midwife. I declare victory. Thank you so much. No problem at all. And you could also go to declarevictory.blog or declarevictory.org or ddsharice.com or <laughs> we we got a whole bunch of digital stuff. But if you type in Declare Victory, if you just Google it, I promise you it'll pop up a little bit of everywhere. Thank you. Very, very much so. No problem, of course. Anybody else? Beyond, this is Valuable's Husband. That was a wonderful message today. Yay! Hey, you. <laughs> it's wonderful to hear your voice. Good morning. <laughs> God be praised. That that means a lot. Hi, valuable husband. This is Tanya. <laughs> it's so good to hear you. Okay, bye. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? Actually, I take that back. I'm gonna have some words. That oh. was fire. Like I said, I imagined you um, standing flat-footed for just about a minute and a half, maybe thirty seconds, because you got ADD. And then you started, like, I could imagine you standing in the strength and the power of God delivering that message. That's what it felt like today. It was such a very timely a message, very, very clear. If, if, if anybody should have been able to, to get it, whether they speak broken English or whether they, or it, they were born speaking English, um, it was just very, very timely. Um, and I appreciate the Holy Spirit. I, I, sorry. I appreciate Holy Spirit because um, it's weird for me to say the Dion or the Didi or the Sabrina. It's Absolutely. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, because your name is not the Tanya. Your name is just Tanya. Not Tanya. A-D-D for Jesus. Amen. Oh, no, nope, I didn't. And I, and I, mm, I will. I will. I promise, Tosh. Thanks for that. Hey, man. Anybody? Oh, I just, hey, good morning, sis. I just had to just jump hey. in real quick. That was just such an amazing um, um, declaration. 
And it just just even struck even more to, you know, continue to um, get personal with the Holy Spirit. You know, I always do good morning and, but, um, you know, good morning with the day, you know, what the day bring, but just even more, you know, you gave us even more. But what I love about when you came on, I kind of laughed when I sat back. You said, this is not a message, a message to be excited for, right? And then the excitement that was coming through you, it was just so beautiful. I started laughing to myself. I said, ain't that something? <laughs> because it's real. It was a real message, but it was so beautiful because it was so exciting and such a blessing of coming through you. You was getting so excited, you know. God is so good, though. To God be praised. I really enjoyed the message today. Amen. And I, I just saw your uh, message. You know, you should have called me because, listen, I was flying all day yesterday. But I'll, I'll text you in a minute. Okay. Good morning. Great word, Dion. I love you. Good morning. Or how about that? <laughs> Kiss my baby for me. Well, baby, you I Amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary. Morning, Dion. Morning, Nina. I just love you. <laughs> um, Holy Spirit changes how you view you. I'm gonna sit yeah. with that. Absolutely. You have a whole different perspective. You go from unworthy to being His righteousness Ugh. effortlessly because it's not your righteousness. You can't ne- my daddy said it like this. Listen here. You can't never be good enough. That's why he's good enough. And he lives through you. And his good enough is good enough for him. That changed my life. Law says you gotta be good and obey this and obey that. Love says you live it because you can't help it because he's living through you. Ugh, that's icy to me. <laughs> I don't, I don't have to labor with trying to perfect me because when I agree with Holy Spirit, he perfects me. What? I can stop sweating, <laughs> blood, sweating, tears, trying to fix everything about me. Oh, man. How much simpler is that? How loving is that? How kind and gracious is that? Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary. You ought to be excited. Hey. Good morning, sister. Uh, I concur with that because too many times, you know, myself, I've been like contradictory, down on myself, hard on myself, but God says, I'm good enough. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm good it's, enough it's through humbling. you. I'm good enough yes. through you. It's humbling. It's humbling. Yeah. Very humbling. Yes, it's true. Very true. Very true. Thank you for sharing this morning. It, I heard, a, I think I heard another gentleman, if I'm not mistaken. I might have just heard him. Oh, well, the lady. It's me, Dion. It's Gloria. Oh, hey, Gloria. Hey, sis. Thank you. Excellent, 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 excellent declaration and reminding us that we are who God says we are, empowered by the very yeah. Spirit of God. So I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate you. And I'm going back on mute. Amen. Love you. Good morning. And it's a reminder that we're not living for victory, but we are living from victory. You hear me? We're not living 
for victory. We're living from victory, right? When, when you understand that Holy Spirit has the power not only to live through you, but when you agree with him living through you and you give him permission and access to the places that we hide and we keep secret, and it ain't no secret. Jesus is not slow. God is not confused about who you are at the core of you, but who he says you are is different than what you've been practicing. Living from survival, not from victory. Amen. Anybody else? Anybody else? It's yeah, Krishanda. Yeah. I heard, I heard, yeah. did I hear? There's three of Krishanda? us. <laughs> oh, okay. I heard Krishanda, did I? Am I tripping? Yeah. And who and who else? Who are the other two? That was she. I look. I see you looking like the man when you walk through. You just proved it, right? Ah, yeah. I just popped my collar. Sorry. And Wanda. (laughs) Okay, so Krishanda and then Wanda. Shell, you done or you got something else? I'm finished and I'm through. (laughs) Okay, so Krishanda and then Wanda. Go ahead. And mine is quick. I just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you, as always, for bringing the good news. Going back on mute. Man, Isaiah 60, honey, he has anointed me to do this here thing. I can't help it. Good it's morning, like, Mrs. Wanda. Hey, Wanda thank girl, you. go ahead. Thank you so much for your declaration. Um, I, I've been, like, speechless for the last hour. Um, um, just trying to let everything that you said resonate with me. Um, it really, really hit home, and uh, I've been seeking um, to be closer to God and um, trying to be obedient, um, trying to be uh, submissive to the process. Um, I've also been holding back. Um, out of fear, um, and I've often wondered why I don't speak that holy language. Um, but everything you shared today just it like pierced, it like opened up. Um, and so I've decided to. I've been a member of my church for over twenty some years, and I decided to start over my whole foundation and everything because very what good. I'm doing is not working. <laughs> good. Very, so, very good. Um, that's what it looked like. Yeah. Um I I I want I want more of what I'm getting. So I just want to say thank you again. And you guys have a blessed day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and thank you for, for saying that in all transparency. see here here's the thing. Um, somebody building a she shed, mute your phone for us. <laughs> right. So so the word says, according to John the sixteenth chapter, and I, the Holy Spirit, will bring you into all truth. Just because you've been in church all your life does not mean you've been in Christ. Church and Christ are not the same. Church and kingdom are not the same. I had been in church my whole life and had no idea what I was hearing. It didn't it, it sounded like Charlie Brown's teacher. 
But what I realized is it sounded like Charlie Brown's teacher because I did not realize Holy Spirit was a person. I was still believing Holy Spirit was this thing that happened on Sunday mornings in church service. I didn't understand that he lived inside of me, through me, and the more I spend time with him, the more the manifest presence of God comes through me. I didn't understand that all I had to do was have the revelation of the truth, and the truth is that he who the Son sets free is free indeed. I was so busy trying to be good and trying to perfect everything about my life because I felt like that's what I had to do in order to consider myself saved. It's not true. That's not real, right? And it doesn't have to be as complicated as we make it. Some people say experience is the best teacher. No, uh -uh. understanding and knowledge is the best teacher. If I've already been through something and I tell you, listen, I did all of that. If, if you guys knew the story of my life, some of the stories that I could tell you, you would think I am um, some type of stepper wife and borderline crazy because you'd be like, you couldn't possibly have survived that. <laughs> right? You, you couldn't possibly have done that and still be sane. You could not possibly have experienced that and still be quote unquote normal with my peculiar self, right? I didn't understand that everything that I needed lied in my yes, in my agreement, in my cooperation with what heaven has written about me. We rewrite the script. Everything that is outside of the will of God is being led of and by the flesh by the things that we think are going to be best for us according to our working knowledge. And the truth is, the word says, suffer the little children to come unto me. That means a level of humility and being able to be affable and teachable and agreeable with what has already been established of who you are according to what's written of you. All you ever have to do is agree. I'm telling you something. If you began your life today all over again, right? All of the history that you have, all of the things that you've experienced and applied knowledge, if you just begin to cooperate with what God has already said about you, in 30 days, your life will be different. Some of the things that used to trigger you, if you start to really bring those things, because we made altars of things, y'all. We have given things power in our lives that didn't even earn it. We give people places and position in our life because we want to please people. No, sir. No, ma'am. Holy Spirit will free you from all of that. And I don't care who it is, mother, father, sister, brother, pastor. Listen, for some of us, even this truth will cause you to leave where you worship at. Right? It's, it's not enough to go to church on Sundays and shout. That's useless. That's not helping anybody. It's not enough to be a part of a church that doesn't have a component that grows people into leaders. Declare Victory is about, at the end of the day, I want you to be able to teach this and walk somebody through the truth of what accepting Christ will do in their lives, from, from your work life to your home life to social media to everywhere you go, that somebody sees something in you that reflects the truth of who God is because his goal is to superimpose his life on ours. He said, if I be lifted up, 
Hallelujah. I'll draw all men unto me. The only way to get the word in your heart, thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against thee. I didn't just, that didn't just happen. That came from making active time to spend time in the presence of the king, of all kings, of making a commitment, not just for my life, but for the lives that I'm assigned to. Right? Every everybody not gonna hear your voice and, and they be impacted. I can't reach everybody. I need you to be actively engaged in your own healing, in your own deliverance. And you don't have to go through certain stuff if you just say I agree with what heaven is saying about me and live it. It can't just be a Sunday and Tuesday or Sunday and Wednesday thing. It's got it's a lifestyle. For real, for real. Amen. Anybody else before we get ready to wrap up? Hallelujah. Um, I, I got to say this morning, I understood the assignment. I thank God for relationship and personal relationship with Jesus. I thank God to not being obligated to what history taught me about living a life that pleased people, that uh, honored a whole bunch of laws that were established once upon a time, right, to move us from uh, uh, to, to, to be aware of our sin. The sin nature is in us. But there's a greater nature that resides in us today as believers. And that is that is to be like who sent us here to reflect the heart of the Father for his people. And that means sometimes being self-sacrificed. That means sometimes not defending yourself. That means sometimes not telling your side of the story. That means sometimes well, I don't mean sometimes. I mean not cussing them out because they didn't do you right. They might not have, but vengeance is his, right? He will repay. He's a just judge, right? That means forgiving the person that molested you. That means um, forgiving the husband that mistreated you. That means releasing somebody from a debt that they could never repay emotionally, physically, sometimes financially. It means sacrifice. And I guarantee you, if you start to give credence to who God says you are, everything about your life will change so swiftly, it'll blow your mind. Some of the things that used to rile me up, maybe even five years ago, I'd be like, okay, whatever. When I say I'm concerned, I don't always feel like I got to be moving and doing and doing busy work. work. Right? It's a decision, you guys. So that being so that said, again, today is day is like somebody come out to mute their phone, you're on your own speaker, whoever that is. Um, you're still on speaker. If there is nothing, we'll meet right back here today at 5 p.m. just to go through a, a, a really quick, quick prayer. And... Uh oh, sorry, Mariana. It wasn't you. It is as always. Okay. Um. Yeah, we'll meet right back here at 5 p.m. today. I thank each of you for joining us. I pray uh, that today's word will resonate in your heart throughout the and that you would get to a place where you really understand that it does not have to be as difficult as we make it. All we ever have to do is agree with what is written of us in the books and start to live your life to the fullest 
and stop daydreaming about stuff and start living it. It is doable. It can happen. If it happened for me, it's got to happen for you too. All you got to do is agree. So I hope you have a, an amazing day. I love you, but I promise God loves you the most. Um, I have a separate channel on Podbean that my declarations are on. Um, it is called the Declare Victory. Oh, goodness. I'll post it in the Victory Room and on the Declare Victory page, um, and that'll be where my declarations are stored going forward, just kind of FYI. Um, everybody else's will be on the same platform that they have been, but mine is a little bit different. So I just wanted to make you aware of that, and um, we will hear you tomorrow on this journey to a place of freedom that we've never been to before. Love you, but God loves you most. Have a great day, guys. <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. God bless you all. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. Have a blessed day, everybody. Love you guys. God bless you.
Praying for our you 